Welcome to the Bike Portland Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Maz. So last night on Sunday night in Colonel Summers Park, I was lucky enough to attend the Pedalpalooza Ride Leader and Volunteer Appreciation event. This was put on to recognize all the really fantastic people that make Pedalpalooza tick, the people that stand up to create, organize, promote, and lead the rides that are the heart of Pedalpalooza. Now, coming off its first ever cancellation due to COVID, of course, in 2020, this year's festival was bigger and it felt to me better than it has ever been. It was three entire months of great rides and really high spirits. Uh, last night, I learned that there were, uh, from across all three months, there were 242 ride leaders who led 615 rides. Just let that sink in. Three month, totally free festival of biking with 242 different ride leaders and over 600 rides. That is absolutely spectacular. So last night's event was all about saying thanks to everybody that stands up and makes Pedal Palooza happen. There were a bunch of free snacks and drinks and it was just a huge community love fest. And I tried to track down as many ride leaders as I could and ask them to share a few of their fondest memories. The first person I chatted with was Pedalpalooza organizer herself, Megan Sennett. She's been involved with the event since its very humble beginnings and I think around 2004. Uh, and she is taking the festival boldly into an exciting new future in 2022. So stay tuned to the Bike Portland front page for more details on what Megan has cooked up. But for now, let's hear from Megan and some of these fantastic ride leaders and volunteers. And let's pay our respect to one of the best Pedalpaloozas ever. Well, tonight we are doing a ride leader and volunteer appreciation party and then ride for all of those who helped make Petapalooza a possibility this year. And so these are folks that puts, put a ride on the calendar, organize it, promote it, get people out, have a lot of fun. So that's, that's what a ride leader is, right? You're kind of like elevating these people, which is great. They deserve it. It's a really cool thing to do. Yeah, so many hours go into making Petalpalooza happen. And although, you know, I do a lot of the back end stuff, coordinating, getting the word out about it, making the merch, doing that kind of stuff, doing the PR, etc. Um, the kind of the heart and soul, the meat of it all is those who organize the bike rides. And this year we had hundreds of ride leaders organize hundreds of rides. And so this is just a little give back. It's actually, I think it's only our third ever appreciation party for the ride leaders. Ooh, after, well, mm, uh, what are we at? 20 years now? Well, I mean, <laughs> too though, this year was sort of a marathon, right? So like ride leaders are people who are probably pretty pretty into Petapalooza, they're probably pretty tired. I mean, it's like they almost like they deserve it this year more than any other year because it was such a darn long Petapalooza. Oh yeah, and and yet the rides keep on going. The, the calendar is still bumping. So, um, you know, it was an epic bike summer and I believe it's going to be an incredible bike year. Awesome, have fun. Thanks for doing the event. Thanks. Next up was Maria Schur, who you might know as Bicycle Kitty. I led the Hill Killers series, those are all Z's, and um, that's a Tuesday hill repeat down in the Sutherlands on uh, 52nd from Harney to Flavelle. Do people do that for fun? There's some fun that happens. The same hill over and over again? Just five times. Oh, well that's nice. And just for a half hour midday on Tuesdays, so very, very specific, 
And I do it all the time anyway, so I just put it on the calendar to see if anybody would show up. And to my disbelief, people showed up week after week. I would have three, four, five, six people. And unlike other Pedalpalooza rides, we weren't in a group. You're just riding on the hill and you see another biker and then you notice that they're repeating doing it. repeats and you're like, oh, they're with us. So are you, a big, are you a big stats person? Did you keep track of like how many feet were climbed total or anything like that? Or how I many did have did a piece of grid paper on which I wrote each rider and how many times they came because if somebody came five times, they could get a patch, a so, hill killer's patch. Ooh, patches, paper, sounds very analog. Were there any e-bikes? Was that allowed or how'd that? All bikes are allowed. Um, people could walk it if they wanted. I didn't see anyone do that, but uh, very inclusive with the hill killers. Uh, rule number two of the hill killers, which can be used in regular life, do whatever you want. I highly encourage people to do whatever they want. Can I make a suggestion? That's such a good name. Could you get like a bike club vest? I mean, that's just dying to have like a vest, right? With do like whatever you want. Hill killers. Well, that too, but that could be like the motto, but the hill killers is like the gang, right? Like you've got, look at Tink's, Tink's got their uh, civil unrest vest. I think mm. uh, Michael's got his bike colt or what is it? Velo colt vest. You know, anyway. Well, hopefully people will earn the patches and then sew them on ah. one of these other vests. Okay, any other rides besides Hill Killers? Uh, there was also a mashup ride with the Swift Summit, which is a big uh, race down in Lebanon. And I'm friends with the organizer of that. And so we called it the Swift Hill Summit Kill. And people were tasked with climbing Gresham Butte five times in a row which is, I don't know. Wow, that's tough. Uh, 2,500 feet or some insane yeah. amount. And 10 people showed up to do it while I sat at the bottom on a blanket watching them. <laughs> I love this because a lot of people are like, if they tune in for Petalpalooza content, they're thinking like, funny rides. Let's go, you know, listen to music in the park and dance. And here's Maria talking about going up and down hills and definitely type two fun, right? Yeah, and you know, I love that Petalpalooza is fun and easy and inclusive. I also really like to get sweaty and sporty and challenge myself. And so that's the flavor I wanted to share. Um, and then the other ride uh, that I put on was the Felony Flats Alley Cats. Oh, good. Uh -huh. So this is an old style alley cat race where you're provided with a manifest. And on the back of the manifest is a map. Mm. And um, you're not allowed to use your phone for wayfinding. And then uh, 25 people came out and did awesome. that. And it felt like the old days in many ways um, to see the big bike pile at the end mm. and to have people really, com some people really competing and taking it seriously and other people just having fun with it. And we had a big prize pile. And so I will definitely be doing some sort of analog style alley cat every year. They'll probably, it'll probably have a different name each year. So stay tuned for more alley cats. I love it. So one of the things I love about Pedalpalooza is like the cross-pollination. You get all these different like subsets of bike lovers together and just mash them all together. Do you think you like convinced any more, uh, let's say less competitive sweaty type riders to come to your stuff? Did you have anybody cross over or did you get anybody that are like hill killer lovers that like were doing more social rides? Was there any of that mixing that you recall? There was a, a good amount of uh, crossover. I like that term. Um, you know, especially with the do whatever you want rule. Um, I was able to get a lot of people who wouldn't c even consider doing a hill repeat challenge. Uh, they're like, oh, I can do it however I want? Okay. Even my mom did it, and she earned a patch, and she did it on foot, 
created her own hill, used rule number two, submitted all of her stats to me via email, and then sent me a check for 10 bucks so she could get a pay. Oh my gosh, love it. So good. Thanks, Maria. I love it. Thank you, Jonathan, for all you do. And thanks to all the other Petapalooza riders. I think it's a great, amazing scene we've created here. And next up was Maddie Carlson, who some of you might remember as our former family biking columnist on Bike Portland. Okay, well, I'll do my first ride first. So in June, I led a put your bike on the bus rack ride. And that was super fun. We biked to the PSU practice uh, bus rack and talked a lot about putting bikes on buses. And we learned so much on that one about um, small wheels and wheel widths. And it was amazing. Super wonky. So we just talked to someone who did like hill repeat rides. And I think people think of like Pedalpalooza like being all these like party rides. But like, I love that you're bringing the like utility, how to use your bike vibe into it. Yes, it was a very, very educational ride, but also fun. So Julie and I actually, we met on the kickoff ride. And then we um, decided we wanted to lead a tandem ride together. So we led the random tandem fandom ride. And there were nine tandem bikes on it. And that there were like four other people who couldn't make it. So there are a lot of tandem bikes in the city. Were you super thrilled that like yes. so many people showed up? I yes. mean, tandems yes. aren't that weird, so but you fun. don't. It's like, I don't think they're super weird or strange, but you just don't see a lot of them in the I wild. Know. And everyone like rides up next to us and just shouts, tandem. People get so excited when they see a tandem. But yeah, for our ride, we did a lot of double and twin things. So we started at Double Mountain in Woodstock and we rode to the twin pine country club and played mini golf and then we ended at double dragon but we ended up going um, across the street to apex where there's a tandem hanging on the wall so super tandemy so. mm. okay wait so uh, I wanted to, I wanted to get like do you, is there any memories you recall from pedal palooza that, that you like want to share um the prom ride was super fun why like what happened um I had a lot of fun wrestling at the prom ride there was Louvre wrestling I, I wrestled all four years of high school so it's a bit of a ringer it was oh super fun, though. <laughs> that is a crazy good memory. I also caught up with the inimitable Sean Martinez, whose handiwork you can see in the awards that he helped make for this event. The ding, ding, ding ride was pretty cool. My daughter had an amazing time on that one, and she, uh, she, when I asked her what her favorite ride was, she said the ding, ding ride. What, what was that for people that can't uh, extrapolate from the name? Uh, uh, it was... Uh, led by Armando here, and I think it was three minutes of just circling around, lads, circle, ringing your bell nonstop. And our uh, five-year-old was saying that her thumb hurt because she could not ring her bell anymore and she had to stop ringing. So I said, that's fine. We could just keep riding. It's okay. There, there's, I feel like there's sort of an effort this year to keep Petalpalooza going. Uh, what are you doing anything in that regard like what kind of what kind of what have your rides been like since the official end of Petalpalooza? you know i at the official end of Petalpalooza, i took my flag off or my pennant off of my bike and just uh thought that was it and then i just am looking at social media and seeing that all these rides are still going and i'm like okay maybe i'll put my pennant back on so now i've got three pennants on the bike and uh one from last year and then a ride leader pennant from uh, this year and uh, maybe I'll keep flying them and we'll check out the calendar and see what's coming up. I love it. The pendant, it's like, it's like the cape, you know, it's like you, you put it, you, you put it on and you're ready to go. It's so good. Thanks, Thanks John. Man. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Sumi Malik, um, which, so just share, if you want to share like the ride that you led that you liked the most or like a memory from the ride or what, 
which which ride did you lead? So actually, I led two rides. I led the Rainbow Ride, which was um, Pride Edition. It was the, as far as I know, the first uh, Pedal Palooza ride in honor of Pride. And, um, you know, at that point, uh, Pride Weekend, for the most part, the parade was going to be virtual. And I told my friend Joshua about um, Pedal Palooza. And so we thought, well, you know, let's go ahead and do a rainbow ride for Pedal Palooza. So, um, yeah, I was really proud to have gotten people who had not been on a bike in years to come out. It was short and flat and very festive, lots of rainbow wear. And uh, yeah, and really enjoyed um, raising some awareness about the Equity Act that is, or the Equality Act rather, that is in, um, uh, yeah, waiting for the Senate to act. And uh, yeah, and and, uh, glad that it was was, uh, a ride for a cause. And then my second ride that I led was um, Welcome to Our House, a POC production. And that was actually this last Friday. And um, it was entirely produced by people of color. DJs were people of color, myself. And um, it was an opportunity to, uh, to elevate uh, the voices and art of people of color and celebrate it with, um, with our allies and accomplices. And it was just a really, really fun party Friday night. So um, yeah, really proud to have done a couple of rides with the cause. That's cool. I, f- I love that you're, you sort of, I feel like you've sort of done a great job of mixing uh, the, the fun and the celebration with like important issues and bringing new people in. Those are all such really good themes of Pedal Blues. Like, can you say something about how like Pedal Blues is such a, a good venue for that kind of thing and such a unique oh, way yeah. to bring people together? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, particularly after the pandemic, um, you know, I think people were definitely craving community and it is uh, just, you know, celebrating life on two wheels is amazing and our uh, wonderful infrastructure in the city and so, yeah, it's um, it is it has just been such a joy to, to build community that way, and and uh, and love that for the most part they're spontaneous, and you don't know exactly what's going to go down, but you know it's going to be uh, you know good vibes all around. So yeah, just really really proud to have uh, contributed. I also met up with Michael Mann, a leader of our local PDX Coffee Outside movement, which I'll let him explain, but uh, check them out on Instagram at PDX Coffee Outside. I did ride number one. Zero, zero, on zero, June, zero, zero, one on June 1st, about, uh, about 5.45 in the morning, uh, up on the east side of Mount Tabor, Sunrise Coffee. That was the first ride. And then later in June, I did uh, Coffee Outside, uh, about seven o'clock in the morning, took about a half a dozen people up to the top of Powell Butte, and we did a regular brew coffee and all that sort of thing. So, so why did you do the? Why were they so darn early in Petalpalooza? Did you really just want to be ride number one? <laughs> Kinda. Uh-huh, yeah. See? Yeah, but but I also I really like brewing coffee at a park in Portland outside at sunrise. And so if you're going to do that at the to kick off Petalpalooza, you're going to end up being ride number one because yeah. nobody else is up at sunrise on June 1st. What do you like about about making making like riding to a park so early, making coffee? What is, what is it about that? Does it remind you, do you feel like you're camping or something? Is it a cheap yeah, camp? Kinda. Camp yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's that, 
I don't know. I've speculated on that before. It might be kind of a guy thing and like fire. Ah, you know, like yeah. I know people show up with like cool stoves and there's oh, all this yeah, like, yeah, instead yeah. of showing off your bike, you're showing off your stove. Well, we're showing off our bikes and we're showing off our stoves. And this is Eric Martinez who led the cat ride. I co-led a ride with my friend Amy. We did the cat ride. Uh, we got a whole bunch of folks dressed up as cat. Uh, we had a couple of people brought their cats. One was actually on the ride. Um, you know, the riders is the one, the ones that are make the make it fun. So there was people bouncing like a cat and scratching things. So we did a route yeah, around uh, around southeast. Hit a couple alleys. Uh, oh, I get it. Uh, I get it. Yeah. Did you see any stray cats on your ride? We didn't see. We tried to count the cats. Uh, we didn't run into any cats this year, but. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. People have a lot of fun. They're goofy. We, uh, one of the things that we do, we, when we ride by a bar or restaurant, we, we start meowing, uh, and people find it funny, you know. And last but certainly not least was Armando Luna, or you might follow him on social media at Dude Luna, someone who we named on Bike Portland as Pedalpalooza's number one fun seeker a few years ago. This guy does more rides than anyone. Armando Luna, dude, Luna, come on, this is, I mean, we knew you were Mr. Pedalpalooza before, but this year it was just off the hook. Was it the year off that did it, you said? No, totally was the year off that did it. Oh my gosh. You were just like, uh, I'm going to embrace this. A year of, like, no contact with people, basically. I mean, other than my family, which is fine. But, uh, yeah, I really missed it. Missed all of this, all of this. I mean, this is like your second family at this point. It's totally my second I family, mean, like, yeah. Okay, so I, I know you went on tons of tons of crazy rides, almost Probably every day. Is that a stretch? No, not this year. Not this year? Close. Oh, close. Okay, but tell me about that thing you did by yourself now. You rode around 45 oh. minutes. By oh, yourself. no, that one day it was, I have 111 degrees. It was that Monday. You didn't get any takers? I'm so shocked. Uh, well, I, I, so I work. I was working from home. I worked that day. I had to get out of the house. It was so hot in my house. I don't have air conditioning. It was hot. It was like 92, I think, in my house. And I'm like, I gotta go do a ride. And I'm like, I'm just going to ride. It's 111. It's 110. I think it was 110 when I stopped working uh, and it was going up still. I'm like, I'll ride when, as long as it's 111 degrees, I will ride. And so I posted it like at 545 <laughs> and then I rode for like 15 minutes and then it was done and it started cooling off. Oh my gosh. So you know how the internet is like people want to say things like I, I did a little story about riding in the heat and people had to like, you know, browbeat me about riding in the heat. Yeah. Like really? Yeah. Like you can't even ride when it's that hot. It's well, I, I actually did, did you feel, get any dirty looks. Well, I actually did feel bad the next day because, you know, because people were dying, dude. It was awful. True. Um, That's true. But you I mean, you took care of yourself. But yes, but, you were worried that maybe you set a bad example. But it was cooling off that day. I knew the, the, the cool front, cool 90s being cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. was moving in. So I felt okay about it at the time. Awesome. Okay, so last thing. Um, you're a big, like, keep Pedal Blues a going person. What is that yes. going to mean to you this year? Like, what's going to happen? You're going to maybe oh, try to... Oh, we already started talking about it. Um, I'm, it's, I'm really glad that uh, some people are moving into Portland that are, like, sort of taking over the reins. Um, William, um, William Sue, who came in and was volunteering... Um, he had mentioned to me, hey, I heard that you one year you did a Twin Peaks ride. I'm like, yes, we should do another one. And I started thinking of all these rides. I'm like, how am I going to fit this into Petapalooza? I'm not. We're going to keep on going. <laughs> we'll just keep going throughout the fall and the spring. Right. And so we do have a, uh, I'm 
co-leading a ride with William. We're going to do another Twin Peaks ride, and it's going to be Halloween weekend. That's going to be cool. I think and, it could born. Yeah. I think it could be just the birth of some pretty big rides. Because right? totally. you, don't, you don't have the competition of all the other rides. Well, it's funny because I, I looked on the calendar. I'm like, let me see if anything's going on that weekend. And sure enough, Sean had his cemetery <laughs> ride on Saturday. So we're doing a Friday. We're going to do a Friday morning ride for the Twin Peaks. That's coffee and donuts cheery twin peaks and then the friday night ride will be the the dark ride fun okay we'll be looking for it thanks for everything you do armando thanks cool. for being out there thanks awesome and that will do it for this episode of the bike portland podcast thank you for listening our podcast is made possible by all of our wonderful monthly subscribers and financial supporters thank you uh, please become one today if you haven't already. It really means a lot. And please remember to spread the word about our podcast and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Music for this episode was by Kevin Hartnell and Skillcell from Pixabay. I'm your host, Jonathan Maz. And until next time, keep having fun out there, and I'll see you on the streets. <laughs>